Participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q U I Z Z O. Now, let's get to the show. All right, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. We're totally preoccupied with fantasy football matters, but that's okay. Still Halloween. Is this where does this rank on your your holiday list? Non existent or well, no, it's totally existent. I would say top five, maybe. Meh. Is it top five? I'm not a big Halloween fan. Well, to me, it's like the day it, that everybody comes now and bothers so. me at my front door, and I have to put up a sign saying my dog will bark if you ring the bell. So please don't do that. No, nah, no, nah, I like Halloween. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I, I like the culture surrounding Halloween, the lead up to it. Uh, it's kind of like the time of year we celebrate dead. Like, everyone knows inevitably life ends and you die, and this is the time of year that people just be like, ah, we're all going to die, let's celebrate it. Let's let's dress up like everything dead. <laughs> I don't think of it like that, but... That's how this, it goes down. I mean, people do things this to is scare themselves, to, Very you know, much the favorite, my favorite time of year, so... Oh, I love having, the fall. Having the yeah. holiday to get up for and all, yeah, I mean... Yeah, gives you a lot of preoccupation. Go pumpkin picking, sure, jack o' lanterns, sure. getting Halloween costumes for the kids. Usually a Halloween party the Saturday before. There's a whole routine around yeah, it. Yeah, I sure. have. You know, I like it. I like it. And you know, in many ways, uh, people who know me could probably imagine. I'm not one of those neighbors that's out there. You know, high fiving on your way home from work every day. I'm sure. kind of a. <laughs> I hang out in my backyard. Right. Hang out on my front porch, and it gives it one time a year to go say hello to the people three doors down that I don't know. Hey, give my kids yeah, some, still here, some garbage, still, still living on the block. I, I saw one great, uh, <laughs> great tweet that said, "Like, just know that half the crappy dads out there are going to leave their kids with all the hard candy and raisins tomorrow morning and take half of their bounty." Oh, uh, good it, chocolate and whatever. Easily, else. my least favorite part of Halloween is the aftermath with all that candy. Yeah, I have no interest. But I'm just in getting it rid of it this Saturday. I know somebody who's doing like a candy drive or something, which is so odd. I think it's through a synagogue in Cherry Hill. Good idea. So they're like any candy you bring. I'm, like, I'm bringing it all. G- anything give it not, all to us, and we'll give it away to people who. Uh, yeah, my could kids benefit. do not need a no. bag of candy. Yeah, it is basically like to, uh, I. Uh, Adam Sandler had a recent special. I don't know if you saw it, but it's called 100% Fresh on Netflix. I saw that it's there, it's but I awesome. didn't want Oh, is it? It's awesome. So, so that's the first good thing he's done since? It's it's as good as he's done as anything he's done. Right, but what was the last good thing he's done I since? Know. I don't know. Like, how deep, how deep can you go on this? <laughs> I love him, so I'm not, you know, I'm not one that's going to put him down on any level. I think he's a genius. But this special... Dare I say Big Daddy? I don't know. Well, th- this special was shot in five different uh, scenes. So you have like a small, intimate, like you know, comedy stop, a big arena. Oh, how long is this it, special? It's an hour, but okay. it, it just bounces back and forth. So it keeps a lot of really interesting visual to surround okay. it, and a lot of it is stand-up comedy mixed in with bit small bit songs. Okay. 
And he does this one with the guy, and the guy just plays keyboard behind him, and then he plays sometimes guitar and whatever. So he does a bunch of these really hilarious songs. What percentage of that special is songs? It, they go so quick. It's like okay. a 30-second song that's a okay. joke, okay. right? And they're hilarious. So it's just a quick ditty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like the famed Lunch Lady Land and all the stuff and Red Hooded Sweatshirt, the stuff he does. But it's classic. All the stuff he does is absolutely classic. Like, he's got, like, a rap thing. And the guy gets this beat, and he puts the hat on backwards and whatever, and Adam's like – and the guy starts getting to the mic, and he goes, I got a smelly Uber driver. Uber driver smells bad. Got a smelly Uber driver. Uber driver smells bad. So then Adam starts, like, freelancing over it, and he's like, uh, you know, uh, you want that water? He got that drink, drink. You know what else he got? He got that stink, stink. And it's just whatever he constructs in that 30 seconds is hilarious. And it's, you know, all bit jokes, but the one he does – where he lists all these awesome candies and kind of does it like a little kid, like lollipop and sugar. And then he ends it with, like, and I've got diabetes. <laughs> After <laughs> all that crap. Right, yeah. and that's all I – and it was, like, such a happy song, and you're like, oh, I love all those things. It's like, now I've got diabetes. And that's what makes me think about Halloween is what are we doing to fuel the sugar crisis in this country? <laughs> with Halloween, yeah. But – it's just oh, one of those bueno. things. Just one of those things. One of those traditions. Well, it definitely gets you towards being dead. So, so there you go. <laughs> celebrate life by working on being dead. So I'll lead right into my first question for you, Nick. Do you know what uh, Celtic festival Halloween comes from? Man, I can remember last year, I think you asked me where Halloween came from. And I knew it was from the Celtics, but... There was a Celtic festival. There's a specific Celtic festival that mm. Halloween is said to have originated from. I don't know. Strangely, I don't know that much about the Celtics being Irish. Fifty percent Irish. You right. think I would spend more time, but I, I way more focus on the Prevalone side. <laughs> um, the, yeah, Kel- the Celtic equivalent in I, Italian is provolone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know any Celtic festivals. I don't even know. I've been to Ireland, and I don't even know any Celtic festivals. Yeah, I would imagine Ireland right after St. Paddy's Day. This is probably a pretty fun holiday. I was going to say St. Paddy's Day, so there you go. Nope, it's Sam just, Hain. Sam, Sam Hain is the Celtic holiday. Sam Hain. Which is just a great Celtic What's a name? word I've never heard before? Sam Hain? Sam Hain. Well, there you go. Never it's heard it. It's the Celtic Festival Sam Hain that Halloween is What do they to celebrate that? Uh, well, you didn't this time ask of year? me for... All right. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I didn't... This ain't I didn't, a back and forth. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's just a... It's just a... Sam Hain. It's just a fact. Now, if you want to know what uh, Sam Hain is, that's why we have... So it's Gaelic or Celtic. I'm going to guess. It's a festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter. Yeah. Or the darker half of the year. Traditionally, is celebrated from a 31st October to November 1st as the Celtic Day okay. began and ended at sunset. This is about halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. See, what's odd is I always thought it was because All Saints Day was November 1st. Okay. So and it then, was like the night before All Saints yeah, Day. Yeah, All Hallows Eve. Right. was where Halloween comes from. Sure. Which is the eve of All Saints Day, the Day of the Dead. Don't, don't the Mexicans have uh, the Day of the Dead? De la, ma, ma, de Muerte? La, de la Muerta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned that from watching Coco. Dio de la, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I learned, I learned through Disney's lens, <laughs> which tells you the cultural perspective. That I, got. I remember like uh, my, my ex going to Disney and asking, how come uh, the first Latina princess uh, just got a TV show and didn't get a movie? And they're like, well, we wanted to explore her culture more in depth. Meanwhile, they wow, had what an answer. They had flying jaguars with rainbow wings in a made-up land that doesn't exist, and that's the culture, culture? they're exploring in greater depth. What's the uh, what is the princess? Uh, princess Elena of, of Avalor. Av- of Avalor. Oh, right. my kids love her. Yeah, well, she's the first she's Latina the first princess. Latina princess. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Well, how could I? How is that possible? It's possible. Give me, give oh me, gosh. give me who you think the first one is. Yeah, this isn't my wheelhouse, but I'm trying to think back. But I guess Jasmine's not. Latino. No, she's Arabian. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's not Spanish. Pocahontas. <laughs> that definitely does not count. You're on the right track to coming to the conclusion that Elena, Elena of Avalor of Avalor because so when you right. said those Av- flying not, jaguars right. and stuff, I'm like, I feel like Jaguids. I've seen that. It's not Avalor. Avalor is not like in Mexico somewhere. Right. Avalor is a made-up fantasy land that doesn't exist, and it's somewhere between like an Aztec. And, you know, like, so 
Disney wants to explore the cultural depths of uh, Hispanic culture by coming up with a complete. I got to get. It was a great answer. But it's not like it Arendelle a, is, a, answer, is a real place either. So they they take liberties. right. But isn't Arendelle at least resembles Scandinavia? Yeah, or this, that type and this of resembles culture. somewhere in South America. If like be- oh, okay. if before South America was South America, there's easily could have been a kingdom of Avalor that we don't know about. So yeah. I think that's their move. But yes, that was a good answer. Somebody, <laughs> somebody answer. was working for that. I want to write that answer down in case anybody <laughs> ever asks me a question. Good for you, Disney. Yeah, you figure that out. Um, all right, what else you got, Nick? Uh, let's see. Since I gave you my Sam Hain right off the Sam bat. Hain. It's like a defensive end for Notre Dame University, Sam Hain. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I was thinking Sam Crow from the uh, the Motorcycle Club. Oh, there you go. Uh, let's see. Do you know? Back-to-back weeks with the Motorcycle Club reference, folks. This is interesting to me, at least, and a little scary. So oh. fit into your Halloween theme. What's better than that? What is the United States' top agricultural crop? Pumpkins? Speaking of diabetes. Sugar cane? No, no. I'm just, oh. I'm just kidding. I threw you Pumpkins? Off there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if the number one thing we produced was the display pumpkins we all put on? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the country would be... It, Deep trouble. Deep, like, folks, deep, we're going to be eating pumpkin pie deep trouble. for a long time, folks. Uh, pumpkin isn't corn? underrated. Okay, corn. That's what I would have thought. Sure. With all that corn syrup and corn. corn. You know, just like growing corn to do everything. Right. No, it's not corn. It's wheat. not wheat. Nothing good like that. It's not tobacco. Ooh. It's not sugar. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to get sugar because we don't have a lot of climate that grapes. This is actually double corn at this point. This, you, have you noticed crop. Welch's grapes with just this whole brand new advertising campaign to make you know about Welch's grapes? Like no, like but I, I just when I see Welch's grape juice, I just all I see is sugar, like and dye. Oh. I, I don't know that it's actually any juice. Or what does it say? Contains ten percent juice. No, it's supposedly they they've got this whole now reformatted ad campaign where they're pushing Welch's as basically the antioxidant super juice. All right, right? it's a good angle. Saying that Concord grapes are grown in the toughest environment, Mm -hmm. and because of that, they have the highest antioxidant uh, properties of any grapes you can get. It it makes sense because people say drink a glass of red wine every day. There's so grape juice should right. So Welch's you would think, but they're promoting the hell out of that, and they're promoting the hell out of the fact that they're owned by a hundred different farms in a collective. Oh, you know who else is like that? Who? The Cranberry Company. Yeah, okay. Ocean uh, Spray. Ocean Spray. Is a right. collective. Yeah, yeah. So that, But that's good. I like that. If there's, like, you know, distributed ownership, I think that's a good philosophy in certain respects, in certain cases. Um, so are they saying there's no added sugar? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, like just drinking, it's like drinking purple sugar. <laughs> yeah. No, added. they haven't mentioned sugar in an ad in a long time. Nobody's like, hey, we got sugar. Although one of the things that's funny is, like, a ton of drinks used to just have the word sugar in them, and they got rid of... Oh, right, or Sugar Smacks time. became right, Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks, like yeah. Honey Smacks. Ah, did, did, sugar didn't smacks. Kool-Aid be called like... Yeah, it was like Sugar Aid yeah, or something, something like that. Like that right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was good, good marketing back in the 50s. It's like, it's wholesome, it's got sugar. Well, speaking of the 50s, they used to actually use sugar, and now they just use corn syrup. In sure, right. Um, so you can't technically call it... Sugar. Yeah, it's misleading. Still gets you diabetes, <laughs> folks. Uh, I don't know what the number one crop is now. Can so. you even imagine what could be double Soybeans? corn? Soybeans. That would have been my only other guess. Soybeans. Because soybeans are used for a lot, too. Oh, yeah. It's like in everything. Yeah. All right. Well, there you soybeans go. Soybeans. We are, are a country one. of soys. Soybeans. Soybeans. That's awesome. It's strange. Like, I don't think I grew up not knowing what soybeans even were. Hmm. Or I thought soybeans were tofu. It was like, oh, that's what soybeans are. All right. So did you see this, Nick? Who did Ellen DeGeneres scare with a clown after getting him to say he was not scared of clowns? And if you did oh, not she, see this... She's such a prankster, that Ellen. I love her. What a what a team she must have behind her to come up with stuff like this. So this person publicly said, I'm not afraid I'm of clowns. I'm not afraid of clowns. And then she's like, let's talk about you not being afraid of clowns. And then she had him on. And literally, in between the two of them, in a box, you couldn't see. It was part of the table. Like, they literally built out, like, the... The in-between table between them. Right, so this would have scared the shit out of anybody. Basically <laughs> any human being yeah, alive. so it wasn't particularly... So this person might still not be afraid of clowns. They're just afraid right. of they're aggressive afraid of, things jumping out of the they're table. They're afraid of being in one setting, having a perfectly <laughs> normal conversation, and then all of a sudden a terrifying it-style. Right, I, 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 I think I have a guess. Okay. Stephen King. 
No, but that's a great uh-huh. guess. That's I was, you know, I was thinking. I'm thinking. Would he ever do Ellen? But that would be great to get to scare Stephen King. Yes, I, I would think that would be. Because uh, I do, I do often wonder how that guy sleeps at night. Well, I'm going to show you because I think it was, uh, it was definitely worth, definitely worth it. Is it the guy that plays the clown in it? I can't think of what his name. I mean, I know who he is. Oh, what's the guy's name? Who was just Pennywise? Car- in- or, uh, Curry? Tim Curry? No, not the one in the TV. Oh. Ver- I want to know. I heard you're scared of clowns. Oh, is that Pete Diddy? That. It is. Impossible. Why is it impossible? Because I'm a black man. <laughs> you can be scared. I have so many other things to be fearful of. <laughs> a clown is not going to scare me. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm not afraid of clowns. I, but I heard that you were. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's not. That, that's ridiculous. Proves nothing. <laughs> I just proves he's scared of being attacked. <laughs> when did that happen? Last week. Oh man, that is funny. <laughs> it was Pennywise, right? Yeah, got they got Pennywise. Look, but but, but man, did you see like crazy. where he popped out from? Oh yeah. I mean, like would that not scare the absolute bejesus oh, out my, of you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that the greatest shot ever? Lucky he didn't <laughs> shard his pants. <laughs> He could have. He could have died. I mean, really? I would have died. Had a heart I mean, attack. I, oh, I would have been absolutely lost. But I love how he was just like, "No, that's impossible." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I got so much other stuff to be, be scared, scared of. of. It was a great line, yeah, you know. Is. But uh, Pete did. He's scared by Ellen DeGeneres with a clown. So that was in the quiz this week. You got another that's one. General knowledge before we move on to uh, sports. Sure, sure. Sure. What we can work on here. Oh, you know the most downloaded iPhone app ever. The Facebook app? Yeah, Facebook app. That'd be my first guess because I, personally speaking, when it comes to websites, I always go with Google as the number one anything because I think everything Yeah, well, that's what we had last Google, week and we were like between Facebook I and Google. all I ever see people on their iPhones is on Facebook or Instagram, which is like one and the same, I guess, at this point. You know so. what's strange? I don't even have Facebook, but I no. have the Facebook app. Yeah, I don't have so Facebook. For some reason. Well, I have Facebook I don't know. for I, don't know I, ended up with I that, have yeah. Facebook for the team, and I have Facebook for Quizzo, and we have Facebook for um, uh, Atlantic City uh, Fantasy Sports. Although I haven't updated in like God knows how long, so it could be like three logos ago that is <laughs> still sitting there. <laughs> um, but uh, we do have, um, uh, you know, the the app is part of that process in terms of like approving friend requests for the team and whatever else so i have to have it and it bothers me that they're spying on me you know because they, that app is like the ultimate spy tool. oh yeah we know that for sure now yeah yeah it's like 100 percent. so I mean, I, but he pretty much had but to it's testify inevitable. in front of congress i can still that, personally yeah. not use it and not want to use it but i have to use it for business and there's no avoiding it yeah i mean i feel like every time i sign up for something it's like sign up with your facebook sign up. it's like i can't even participate in the internet because i don't have facebook yeah, I mean, I think they've started to change that. Where now, like things that required Facebook, you can you can do other ways because they realize. Yeah, you could use your email address and stuff. They were, yeah. they were alienating a segment that's like I don't want to have to have Facebook. I haven't heard people say like Facebook me in a while though. It seems like that phase is over. Where oh, you used I think, to I think meet the, people I think it's and then got you have to tremendously declining popularity among the younger generation. In other words, I don't think any like you know whatever you call these this group, not even necessarily millennials, but even pre millennials, like teenagers now. I don't think anybody's using Facebook. I think they're all using like Snapchat and different things that are totally not Facebook. Right. So I think they view my parents use Facebook. Yeah. Like that's what they go on the internet. For. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, it changes on a dime. You know, my I feel like dude, I missed think, Facebook. Think of a decade and... ago when we started Quizzo. What was the popular social media platform? It was MySpace. MySpace. Right. We used to have. There's still pages set up for teams in MySpace's universe. And and that you know that will just live in uh, live on the internet for as long as MySpace is around. Tom Anderson, my yeah, friend, I looked my him friend. up. See what he was doing recently. Is that, oh, is that guy sitting there just like, how did I blow, blow this? that? No, 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 no. I think he sold it's... out, and then whoever took it over blew it. I think he was gone at that point. I think he had his like, money. He, and was he's out. got money, but he doesn't have. Like Winklevoss money. I was that's the weirdest thing in the world. You were thinking of this. I was going to say, does he have Winklevoss money? Because I wasn't going to say, does he have Zucker money? I know he no, doesn't. No, no, obviously. Was, but that's who my. No, second I'm talking place. like yeah, yeah. third and fourth place guys. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't money. have that kind of money. Yeah, that's a great expression. We got to coin that Winklevoss money. Well, now they're Bitcoin mining. Sure. With all their money, they have been forever. 
Uh, it's very, very interesting stuff. All right. Uh, I'll give you my last general knowledge, then we'll do sports. How's that? Sounds good. Okay. So, the most popular candy bar in the world is named after a horse. All right. This I know. It's the Mars family horse. Yes. Snickers. Snickers. Yes. That is correct. It's a Snickers. great name for a horse. It's a great name for a candy a, bar. What a great way to uh, honor your horse. Dead horse by giving it its own candy bar. That will be the... Now, are all things named after, like, dogs and horses, or do things sometimes get named after different animals? Like, pretty much if it's named after an animal. A family it's... rabbit or something like yeah, that? Yeah, never anything gets named after the rabbit. I doubt it. Now, do you know what decade uh, the Mars family introduced Snickers to the world? Hmm. Snickers bars? Snickers bars have been around since what decade? I want to say they were around in the 50s. They were? Can I predate that to anything? Well, let's see. I remember the Baby Ruth was named after Grover Cleveland's daughter Ruth, right? Yes. Because that's the misconception that it's named after Babe Ruth. So that was before the 20s, but I don't think that – I'll say the 20s. 30s. Ah. That's all right. Ah. Yeah, I put that in the question. The yeah, th- that's, the that's too hard. I, I don't, yeah, yeah, that's too plus, hard. who cares? Right. It's just a good talking point. All right, let's move on to sports and the Halloween theme. I actually have Halloween-themed sports questions for you. Those are tough to dig up. Yeah, I got a whole round of them, and it's a lot of stuff that you've never heard or seen before. Yeah, so. Halloween sports questions is tough. Um, so some of them are like, I get a, I get a, a topic and like something that's interesting and I tie it into sports. So like, uh, this question could just be asked a, a way that doesn't affect Halloween at all, but it kind of brings back a, a memory for those of you old enough to remember it, but nicknamed the lip, what baseball manager once gave Herman Munster a tryout on the television show, the Munsters, which we, have you ever grown up watching the Munsters? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, that's my great. favorite show. It's one of my, my favorite old show. That was my favorite black and white show. Yeah, probably. Kid. I yeah. mean, what would you even put it up against? See, I, I dream of genie. I, I didn't think, like yeah. that anywhere near as much as I, I was. Thinking, like, I did like the Three Stooges for a brief point. In time. Remember when you're at that age where you're jumping off the couch, yeah, like sure. that WrestleMania age, sure. or whatever. I like wrestling. When I was that age, I, I did like the, the Three Stooges for a period, but I never. I never got into the Adams Family. No, I didn't like the Adams Family. Even though I think I would like it. No, I love the Monsters, and I, I didn't like the, the Adams Family. I feel like the, the Adams Family might have been too sophisticated. It for was. Me I think at it was a little point. too brainy. I think yeah. the Monsters was a little bit more like physical humor and. Yeah, I, I did love the Monsters. So I, I know the answer only because of the the you the gave me the guy's nickname. There so you it's go. Leo the Lip. Leo the Lip. Derosha? Leo Rocha. Yeah. Yep. So when he was the manager, I think of the Dodgers so at wait, the time. So he gave Herman Munster on the TV show a tryout as a pitcher. So Herman Munster showed oh, up at pitched? a full Yeah, he pitched. It's a full not in real life. This no, was no, on the show. In the show, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I don't remember that episode. Yeah. Maybe it's ringing a bell like pick picturing uh, Herman there pitching. You so he, who was plays he trying Herman out for Munster? the Dodgers? Yeah, I think so as a pitcher. Yep. Do you remember uh here you go. This is this is why we uh you know, I tell you what, YouTube is just absolutely littered with these political ads and I cannot stand them. Oh, because it's Yeah, this kind of was ringing a bell actually. I am I'm, I'm assuming this ball's gonna go some distance. <laughs> I don't know why I was picturing him as a pitcher, but uh, yeah. I think maybe they'd give him a tryout. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I've seen that before. That's funny. <laughs> what great special effects. Has anybody effects. ever yelled, what great hit a grounder? What great special effects. I love how his laugh is like this effeminate, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember who played Herman Munster? Yeah, I do. That guy just put a hole through his hand. <laughs> I never saw anything like it. I don't know Fred Glenn? Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Your moment in history, Herman Munster for the Dodgers. Fred Gwynn. Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. 
Gwen. 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 Yeah, yeah. Who um, resented his whole life the fact that he was pigeonholed as Herman Munster. Well, he had because, one of the great roles, though, in... Uh, yeah, in My great... Cousin Vinny yes. as the judge. But <laughs> yeah. then he got even more pissed off because the only other thing people mentioned to him besides Herman Munster was the role as the judge in My Cousin Vinny. And he was like a Broadway actor and a and a uh, Shakespearean actor. And you know how those guys get. Yeah, like, you know, what are you going to do? Just embrace it. You're, you're Herman Munster. Yeah. You don't see... Uh... Henry Winkler sitting around complaining, and I mean nobody got pigeonholed more than the Fonz. He's reinvented himself in a lot of ways, though. He's well, Adam Sandler has has put him in some things. Yeah, and he, and was, he just won an Emmy for he was a show awesome in Arrested Development. Yeah, uh, or, or, oh, it's great in that. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite characters yeah, of all time. So great, just like one of the weirdest lawyers, <laughs> just one of just the, a corrupt lawyer. Yeah, but just inept, <laughs> not just corrupt, inept. So that's my favorite kind. All right, what do you got in the uh, sports department? Month and year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want the month and month year and for year. this. When was the last time Julio Jones scored a touchdown? Oh, wow. Now, here we are on October 31st of 2018. And I am asking you the last s- month and year I'm Julio s- Jones scored a touchdown. I'm going to say November of 2017. You got it. Yeah, I remember. This is we're coming up on a, a almost year a anniversary year. of Julio. Meanwhile, like I mean, uh, it was the end of November, but still, well, we're like in Calvin the month. Ridley gets drafted. He gets like three in a game. Yeah, didn't I watch uh, AJ Green score three in the first quarter in a game this year? Uh, it's unbelievable. How is it possible that Julio Jones hasn't scored a touchdown? I don't get it. It just, it's, it it's, just doesn't even make sense. You well, would figure just even on on fly routes, on long routes, like one time he'd burn a guy deep. He's got such exceptional speed, but I just it's weird. They I'm don't not know sure if I did this on the podcast la- at all, but last year he set the record for most yards by a guy to score three or few or fewer touchdowns. touchdowns. And now he's on pace. He's got over 800 yards yes, receiving. He's like number two in the NFL. No, or like he's ten yards. Thielen. He's ten yards behind Thielen, or right. at least going into last yeah, yeah. week, which. He had a bye, so That's maybe nuts. maybe he's maybe he's further behind now. I don't know, but he was number two in receiving with zero touchdowns heading into uh, the halfway part of the season. Yeah, it's just that's just incredible to me. What an anomaly! All right, here's another uh, crossover question. Here, um, the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year because they did. Because yeah, because uh, in their first playoff game, I believe they went to Julio Jones in the end zone. You don't know how to catch balls in the end <laughs> not, He's not like a jump ball guy. That's so crazy. Um, former Oakland Raider John Matuzak played what role in the movie The Goonies? Former Oakland Raider John Matuzak played what role in the movie The Goonies? Is Goonies a Halloween movie? Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Isn't absolutely. that one of the best? Like, can you think of anything that's more like a a wholesome Halloween movie than that? I can't. Like, of that, Wholesome like, Halloween Something movies. that's, like, not scary, but it's... It's like has some dark like like yeah. Stranger Things. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind I of mean, r- even Stranger Things is a little scarier There's than parts. Goonies. I mean, Goonies are like kind of yeah. Like I guess if you're a little kid when they're chasing them, or sure. Something, and but... like the you know the skeletons and the dead guys and whatever else. Like there, there's there's moments, but it's like you don't worry that a kid's gonna have like haunted memories. Yeah, the there's a couple scary parts though. But My yeah. favorite ever is uh, is Corey Feldman talking to the Spanish housekeeper. Oh yeah, it's the greatest. Translating? Ah, oh, it's the funniest thing. That's so funny. Oh, it's one of the greatest scenes in comedic history. Uh, you know, I didn't know this guy was a football player, but yeah. I'm assuming there's really only one guy that's the size of a football player, which would be Sloth. Sloth, you got it, John hey, Matuzak. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever wonder if John Matuzak so he was looks- a. He was a Raider? Yeah, he sure was. I did not know that. He he's a he's a noticeable guy. Like when you see him, you're like, oh, okay. That, really? He's oh, been in other things? Yeah, he's kinda of, I I don't want to say I don't know what other things he's been in, but it's like I recognized him beyond the sloth thing. Uh let's see. Get a picture of this guy. Yeah. Like, see, it's funny because if you would ask me. I would say, like, is, is a guy that's not even that big in like real I, life, but he looked big in that Don't you feel movie. like you've seen his face in a bunch of stuff? Yeah, except is it Lyle Alzado? Oh, there you go. So with Hulk Hogan, <laughs> so he was involved in wrestling. Yeah, okay. He, he kind of looks like Lyle Alzado a little bit. But, From the side here, that, this uh, angle. I don't there's have a the, uh, there's John Matuzak. I will say this. Uh, John Matuzak looks a lot better in real life than the sloth. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a good that job is, uh, of makeup. Yeah, that is John unrecognizable. Yeah, he was in something called the Ice Pirates. He was definitely an actor. He definitely got himself into some stuff. Wow, look at that side by side. They don't. 
I mean, just for it's the crazy. 80s, makeup-wise, that is... Brilliant. Brilliantly done, yeah. How you're able to do that, yeah. yeah I love I, how he had that one eye that just, like, in the ears that, like, winkled. Yeah. That, like, they winked. That's not a word. Winkled. Wink Winkled? And wrinkled. It's, wrinkled? Yeah, it's like winking ears. Like, if your ears were... You know, Wait, wrinkled? That... I think wrinkled, not winkled. Is what you're going for? Yeah, but they were they moved. Oh, they like literally they had, flashed. They had action. It's like right, right. They had yeah. the, like the ears went down. I don't know what the I don't know what the uh, proper term is there, but so yeah, John Matuzak was sloth in the Goonies. Okay. One of my favorite. I didn't uh, realize he was a football player. He was. He certainly, he certainly looks like it when you see those pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, what else you got? I got one more for you, and then we'll move on to geography history. Okay. Love this question here. What father and son duo have the most combined NBA points? What father and son duo have the most combined NBA I'm points? Go with the Currys, Dell and Steph. They just became number two. Oh wow! And okay. they passed a group. I, I would have done two for ten. All the three for twenty. Nah, it was a, it was a family I never even heard of. Oh okay. So I mean, we could look it up, but I, I don't remember it. I was like, ah oh, man, that's who they passed. Because yeah, like, I saw they became number two. Rick Barry and... and uh, It's not him, just only because I, w- I know them. It's definitely a family. I don't know I don't who number even... one is, because Curry's were my only guess. The Bryants. Oh, Jelly Bean and Kobe. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. I but it's all Kobe. Right. But it's, Je- it's like Jelly the Hank Bean Aaron and his brother. Uh, home run. Right, like Wayne Gretzky and his brother. The yeah. most combined <laughs> right, exactly. points. One's got like right. six points. It's, it's Dell and Steph haven't gotten to where Kobe's at, pretty much, you know. Oh, okay. But gotcha. The jelly beans. They'll get there, though. I think. I think they'll get there. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's a good guess. It, that's one of those sort of the more you know about sports, the worse. Well, I figured I, I chances would, you I would answer questions. with Curry because I assume you're asking because it's it just, just broken. Right. Yeah, they just got the number that's, two. That's one of the rules we've tried to teach you, folks. Uh, if there's a question we're asking you in a particular week, odds are something that just affected it happening is why it came. Is why the I looked radar. it up exactly. Right. So there you go. It's a sneaky play on my end. Do you know what NHL enforcer was nicknamed the Grim Reaper? 13 seasons with seven different teams was around forever. Great nickname. If you're an NHL enforcer. It's a enforcer, great nickname, but and your I never, the Grim Reaper. never heard this before. What? What? Can you give me an era? Yeah. Um, I think he. 80s, maybe? No, no, no. Later. Uh, I think he. Really? I think he started his career somewhere. Let's see. Hold on a second. I'll give you. I'll give you the exact years because he played for thirteen seasons. So I'm thinking like Scott Stevens, but he wasn't on seven different teams. Uh, let's let's see. What did he play? What were his exact years? Okay, so eighty. All right, his first year in the National Hockey League was eighty-eight, and his oh. last year was two thousand two. So. I should I'll know. give you the teams if it makes oh, any difference, if it helps you. He I'm was on Calgary, Blackhawks, Blackhawks, Mighty Ducks, Red Wings. I love the Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Blackhawks down. Is that what happens when a guy falls on the ice? Do they yell Blackhawk down? <laughs> How about the, the call that Richard made where he's just calling them the, well, I don't want to say it. But yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, still the stupidest name in sports history. Finished with the Nashville Predators. Yeah, I don't know. Stu Grimson, the Grim Reaper. Ah, uh, makes sense. Does Grimson? <laughs> Grimson. That's pretty much a when you're a goon in hockey and you got that last name, you know that nickname is coming. Like yeah. you don't even have to put much thought into it. Yeah, I just don't know Stu. It's, uh, just a fact, not a question. Sorry, but uh, Nick Saban, happy birthday! Born on Halloween, Nick Saban. Oh, Nick Saban. Yeah, Born on Halloween. Good for him. That's right. You think uh, Cleveland's got a shot at getting him? I mean, talk about the ultimate in coaching achievement. Win this year at Alabama. There's nothing else for him to do at Alabama. It's over. He's done it. This is the greatest team ever assembled in college football. They're gonna be, they're gonna be like a ten point favorite in the national championship. I, I Maybe would, more. I like, would what say else Cleveland's probably a hundred percent zeroed in on Lincoln Riley. Oh, if Lincoln Riley goes, there's no way Lincoln Riley's gonna go to Cleveland. Oh, really? Who's the quarterback in Cleveland? You think that he wants Baker Mayfield again? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think he wants Baker Mayfield again. Uh, if I'm Lincoln Riley, I'm not leaving the Sooners. You, for... Did you see what he did under Baker What Baker Mayfield did for him under Lincoln Riley? You see what the kid's doing for him now that's not even going to be a pro football player? He's going to be a baseball player? Sure. I mean, I think Baker Mayfield needs Lincoln Riley more than Lincoln Riley needs Baker Mayfield. Do you remember that debate about whether or not uh, who's the the wide receiver for Notre Dame? 
went on to pitch. Yeah, Samarja. Yeah, Samarja is like, oh, should he be a wide receiver or should he be a pitcher? Yeah, what does he make, like $100 million? Like, yeah, he's like an average pitcher. He's made $89 million yeah, as a pitcher. Right. And, he would have uh, lasted two seasons. In the no, he might have lasted four, but like the height of the contract he could possibly have earned Maybe was like— $30 million. No, not even close to yeah, that. Not even close. For what his right. level was, he might have gotten like $4 million a year for like four years, and right. then he would have been— and yeah. afterthought. And it's not guaranteed money, and it's not— Blow out your leg. Yeah. <laughs> you no, uh, listen, the there's no, no doubt that baseball is worth— Oh, did you hear the rant that uh, Mad Dog went on about baseball? No. I, you could ask me if, if any question with Mad Dog it, is the answer. It, it, it was such a great rant. He was losing it. He's like, could you imagine Goodell having his championship game on at 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, how was, ridiculous, is, ridiculous is baseball now? I, I couldn't even— I can't even. I'm a baseball fan. I stay up late. I don't have to get up early. I don't know why I, I was invested games. in that game because I hated, like, it just was a sorry experience. Well, no, the Milwaukee I, game you were invested in. Yeah. That got over at 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 30. 2 32, I stayed morning. up till. I couldn't and stay we lost. Up. I know. That was the worst. And then a seven hour World Series game that's ending at 3 20 in the morning. Like, could you imagine Goodell having the Super Bowl like, on at like, 3 o'clock in the morning? It's like freaking cricket. And, and, and here's this is what. The, the, made the most sense about the rant. We're going to lose a whole generation of baseball fans if we keep doing this. Sure, they're and turning to esports. What, what are we doing it for? FS1? Because the ratings on Nobody's watching this anyway, and we have it on at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. Or it's on TNT, TBS. You can't even find the, the playoff games no, because the minor on. league teams are drying up like uh, left and right. It's it, you know, it's not good. It's not uh, good. It, it's atrocious. Yeah, they really need to do something about Start it. Start the games, the games at 5 o'clock, and then the, the exciting part of the game will be in prime time. That's yeah, just stupid. They got to do so much to speed stuff up. I, I have I have heard that they're working on various technologies to try to speed the game up and like uh, negate sti- sign stealing and things like that. But it's not soon enough. I mean, all right, let's move on to geography history. Uh, plenty uh, in the world of geography history related to Halloween. So I'm going to ask you this one: the Casper Ghosts. This is sort of a nice transition between uh, sports and geography history. The Casper Ghosts were a minor league baseball team that played in what U.S. state? Out of business Casper now. Casper Ghosts are the out ca- of business? Out of business, like a lot of other minor league baseball teams. Yeah, a whole uh, country of minor league baseball stadiums that are empty. It's true. Uh, so the Casper Ghosts <laughs> and, were a minor and, and league malls. baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Sears. Amazon should just have a corporate baseball league. Have you been to the Sears by us <laughs> any time recently? I can't think of the last thing I bought there, but it was probably when we first moved here, like, over a decade. Yeah, ago. I actually was. All right. Yeah, I bought a refrigerator from there. I think I got my PlayStation 3 from there. So I mean, I, I have been somewhat of a Sears shopper, even though I, I don't regular that. there. But anyway, uh, my wife was looking for lawn furniture, you know, outdoor furniture sure. for next year. Okay. So I was like, oh, I know we're having a sale. <laughs> Sears. I went in there. It was like Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome <laughs> in that place. <laughs> I was like, no wonder this place is going out of business. Um, Anyway, Casper, I don't know what, something might have happened. For some reason, I get Casper, Wyoming as a, as a. You got it. Is it Casper, right. Wyoming. I don't know what happened, but I know something Casper, Wyoming. Something happened in Casper, Wyoming. I have no idea why I know it. I, I, it was the exact Or is it the home thing. of a college or something, or is it, is that where the University of Wyoming is? I would have thought that was in Cheyenne, but. Let's see. It's probably where the University of Wyoming is. It's the second largest city in the state. Okay. So that's good. Care to guess how many people live in Casper as the second largest city in the state? Wow. It was a big oil boom city, which is how it got its reputation. So it had a lot of uh, oil. Okay. All right. Let's see. So I know Wyoming is the least populated state in the Union. Mm -hmm. Yes, that means more people live in Alaska than Wyoming. There's more people that live in Denver than Wyoming. In the city of Denver, the Wyoming. I'm thinking the Wyoming population is in the 350,000 range. Not sure. That's right. It's a little higher than that. Is it? Okay. Yeah, but it's it's definitely. So I'm gonna say 48,000 people. Great guess. 55,000. Ooh, it's right there. Fort Casper was once there. Fort Casper. Very exciting. Yeah, Casper ghosts couldn't last. Sorry. Yeah, it's tough to tough to draw out there. Uh, all right. 
Let's see if you know this one. I don't think people are very familiar with the states of Mexico, but see if you are. What is the northernmost and westernmost state in Mexico? It's the same state, so just one answer. It is the northernmost and the westernmost. Baja? Yeah, Baja, California. Okay, that'd be my only guess because it's so close to San Diego and it seems... Yeah, it kind of goes up, up as you go that way yeah. and it's furthest And west. honestly, like, I'd be screwed if it was anything else because I could barely name... I, I could, like, you got Guadalajara? Is that a That's state? That's a city. That's a city. I think. I, I think it's a city. I, I would have to. There's a couple. I know you I got could, me on Tabasco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once that's yeah. a state in Mexico named after a condiment, or you know, shares its name with a condiment. And is uh, Chihuahua a state? I believe uh, in Mexico. That's pretty cool. If it is, Chiapas. That's one. Well, there's a lot of them. Veracruz. There's one I've heard of. Yucatan. There's one I've heard of. That's yeah, a peninsula. Chihuahua's there. Yeah, Chihuahua's a state. I remember. Hidalgo. That was one I could have remembered, probably. Hidalgo. Because wasn't he like a... They all sound lovely, but no chance I'm visiting any of these places. Oh, care to guess how many Mexican states there are? 27. 32. Not something that we commonly think of no. in the United States. So that's no, especially because I know all the Canadian provinces very well. It looks like the state of Chihuahua is the largest. That's... I probably had what largest state in Mexico shares its name with a breed of dog. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Your the number smallest one state, dog. <laughs> the smallest dog is your largest state yeah. in Mexico. Hey, well, there, there's some trivia in there. I know I knew that for folks. a reason. Yes, absolutely. Um, right. Ironically, what is the name of the largest state in Mexico? Ironically. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how we write this stuff, folks. It is. Um, do you know what decade trick-or-treating started in the United States? <clears throat> I think you have a little bit of frame of reference because you just guessed candy bar. You just got the answer to candy bar. And those things... Oh, I missed it. I missed candy right, bar. But... Oh, it's right in the same. So Snickers is in the 30s. I guess the 20s before. I'll go stick with it. 20s. Roaring oh. 20s. We started. The practice internationally started in the 1600s in Europe. So that went on for a long time. Can you imagine it, knocking on somebody's door in the 1600s? It's like, <laughs> trick or treat, Dressed you have the plague. Yeah, yeah. There's your trick. Yeah. You've got the plague now. You visited <laughs> the wrong <laughs> the wrong house you've come to. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, that's where you get the really scared. It's like, um, mommy, that man has a sore. Run, kids. <laughs> it's not a mask. <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, okay, no thanks. you got you got one more for me before we move on to entertainment. Sure. Uh, let's see. I thought this was just funny. Okay. Who stayed married to Nelson Mandela for twenty seven years, only to split up with him two years after he was released from prison? Right. Oh, oh so, sorry. The twenty seven years he was. I'll say it one more time. Who stayed married to Nelson Mandela? For the 27 years he spent in prison, only to separate from him two years after his release. I mean, Mrs. Mandela? Can I use that <laughs> no, old you, joke as you, an answer? I don't know. How would anybody know who was with Nelson? Like, is you, know that the, a, you know the Nelson Mandela's wife's name? No. Absolutely not. Oh, she's famous. Is I mean, she? Yeah. Okay. Winnie. Winnie Nelson? Winnie Mandela. Oh, Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> no, no, Woody Nelson? No, Winnie Mandela. <laughs> you're like, you're Willie, <laughs> Winnie Nelson. I hear Willie Nelson in my head, so that's why I said that. Winnie Nelson? you imagine that's staying with somebody for 27 years? Oh, yeah. gets out of prison, you're like, I can't Absolutely. stand when the sight of you. When major league <laughs> when baseball players back? retire, right, that's usually right. when they get divorced because they're, fin- they're home and their wives are like, whoa, I did not know that this is what it's they like to live with you. spent 30 years doing their own thing. They're 20, yeah, all of a sudden, you have an you're laying career. around. Yeah, and it's like, what? What do you do? What do you want to do today? It's like, I, I want to not be with you. I'm doing, I've already got stuff going on. So you, you were mean? easy in prison. I knew where you were. There were no <laughs> women around. It's true. They, I mean, you know, prison really makes for a, a good boyfriend environment. <laughs> If you're the right person. Well, but. I saw that Nelson Mandela was married three times. Can you imagine? And I was like, was married three times. Can you imagine, though, for a second, they put him in jail for 27 freaking yeah, years. It's a whole adult life. It came out an old man. That's the most disgraceful thing in the world. Like, it's it just every single person who had a hand in that should be rounded up and uh, it's, it's yeah. crazy. 
That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it just tells. And you. this was like in it the '90s. He got out. It wasn't like he got. This was no. in the. This was in the '50s. Even the '40s. This he was in prison in the '90s. Uh, so. South Africa's messed up, man. Like like they didn't people fix that. all live no, they in get compounds that, they and get all straightened out. It's just it's a tense place. All right, let's move on to the final round entertainment. In the uh, Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Podcast 81, Halloween edition. All right. Ooh. I wish it was 13 or something, but it isn't. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What do I have for you? Actually, okay, so this is interesting. We use this as a number 10, okay? And Forbes put out a list of the 13 highest grossing horror film franchises of all time. And what's interesting about it is there's a bunch of sci-fi horror. That's in it. So, so gonna, does that count? Yes. And I'm going to ask you this question. What sci-fi horror film franchises, franchise is the number one grossing film franchise of all time in that genre? Sci-fi. Sci-fi horror. Sci-fi, sci-fi so, horror. Right, so it's not so Star it's, Wars. No. It's not Star Wars, Star Trek. That's sci-fi adventure. This is sci-fi horror. So there's – it's a cross Terminator genre. wouldn't be – No. That's um, sci-fi action. Okay. Uh, but, like, a couple on this list to give you an idea of what I mean. Like, so Resident Evil's my... number 11. Right? Oh, gosh. So like, this is not my wheelhouse. Well, the list is good outside of a couple of those Resident outliers. Resident Evil? Yeah. I... It's of all horror movies franchises? Absolutely. How the hell is Resident Evil? What did you say? Number 11. Resident Evil. Re- I didn't even know. I thought it was a video game. Right. But it's a horror film franchise based on the video game. How many of them are there? There are a bunch of them. Uh, yes, there are. I didn't didn't even know there was one. Maybe, maybe I've heard of it, but like I said, I thought it was a video game. Resident Evil Seven is coming oh my out. Gosh. <laughs> okay, might be under a rock. Yeah, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil Seven Biohazard. Do, do they advertise that on television? I mean, I guess I don't watch much commercials anymore. Oh, but... I guess that's a game. So right, Resident, Resident Evil. Resident, Evil, Resident comes... Evil Seven is a game. Right, but they're talking movies here. Yeah, I know. Okay. Sci-fi horror. <laughs> Can't be like... Oh, like the... F- oh, Alien. You got it. Number one, Alien. The Alien film franchise. Yeah, because they just had a huge... Yep. Recent revival with that. Yep, the others are, was... are very much more like the spooky Not kind. Not the fly. So you... Like, I was thinking the fly. For, but they weren't no. like, oh, the fly. I think no, alien, like Jaws is on re- the list. So they have a remake like the a fly. Weird... Have they remade yeah, sure. that? I'm sure it's floating around some Hollywood executive's office right now. The, the, the script probably sucks. They need somebody to rewrite it. Right. It's like, look, Jeff Goldblum he's is still, not doing it again. He's still knocking around, though. He can make a cameo, and he can do that whole thing. Ugh. <laughs> anything Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, anything I mean, Jeff Goldblum is good. He is one of the more fascinating Speaking of Jeff Goldblum. There. Okay. <laughs> we are. Does, we are speaking of Jeff what Goldblum. What does uh, ER and Jurassic Park have in common? The TV series Jeff Goldblum, ER, and Jurassic Park. What do they have in common? Jeff Goldblum. No, is he in ER? He should be. I don't think he is. probably as a guest star. He's been a guest star on everything, so I assume at some point he was. Well, like, whenever we do these questions, you know, it's like what is the best possible answer? They have something more in common than Jeff Goldblum cameo. Michael Crichton, yes, the guy who he's wrote... created both. Yeah, there you go. So that's strange to have two totally different. Eh, he's just a creative. He's a creative guy. Yeah, I guess I think of like guy who would write Jurassic Park and those type of books, nah, and then to create a a TV drama uh, surrounding doctors in a hospital. Fair enough. Um, according to a famed W.W. Jacobs short story, what severed animal part will grant you three wishes that come at a terrible price? Uh, need it again. Uh, based on a short story by W.W. Jacobs, what severed animal part? will grant you three wishes, but they all come at a terrible price. Oh, jeez. Doesn't sound like... <laughs> doesn't sound great. Hey, I found a... Oh, I found a... Yeah. It's like you, you wish for all the money in the world, but then... Right, but The then, world, there's nothing left to spend your money on. Things like yeah, that. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. All Twilight Zone-ish. Uh... It's oh, like uh, there was some, some thing where they got inside. I don't even know that author. I want to say it was like Homer's brain or Peter Griffin's brain, right? And there was like one brain cell left. And <laughs> and it, it, had, it had glasses, right? And he goes, I'm all alone in here. 
I will finally have time to concentrate on all my things, and I can learn. And then he it's he Homer's goes, brain. I think right, he yeah, goes down and drops the glasses, and, and the glasses broken. break. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "No, no, there was finally time." <laughs> He's going to catch up on all his reading. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a great... I'm yeah. Ca- yeah, maybe it was Peter's brain now that you're saying. I can't remember. Yeah, but I don't remember, but that, it was... That was funny. Some cartoon character's brain. Uh, it's at a terrible price. They once flashed on Homer's brain, and they're like, what are you thinking right now, right? And they flashed on Homer's brain, and it was like that old 50s cartoon where the cats are like kind of dancing with the washer and everybody's like, (laughs) 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 that's like, that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what's going on in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I can't think of anything for this. I'm going to say foot rabbit's foot. Monkey's paw. Monkey's paw. The monkey's paw. Yep. Is that a thing? The monkey's paw. Monkey's paw is a thing. And I'll tell you something else. I learned something horrifyingly horrifyingly frightening so we have a road in barnegat yeah okay that's called uh monkey town road okay and it's off a dirt road path into that leads deep into the uh pine barrens so like if i was leaving here how would i get there you go up the garden state parkway to barnegat and then you start heading west so what exit is Barnegat? Like around 77 Oh, it's up there. That's up there. Something okay. along those lines. Like All right, so you head south west. South of Tom's River. Okay. Start head west right into the heart of the Pine Barrens. Okay. There's this there's this road off the beaten path that goes all the way deep into the Pine Barrens, and apparently there's all these abandoned, crumbling houses okay. that haven't been lived in in hundreds of years that were, like, built up. And supposedly, this is according to legend, a a recluse who was there over 100 years ago brought all these wild caged monkeys to live there. And then he died and they all got released. And apparently in this section of the woods, it is like terrifying that there's these wild monkeys. No. That's what listen. No. You can read this all online. No. NJ.com today had an article about this guy that went and goes. So you're said, telling me there's monkeys living in the Pine He said no he way. went with his buddy who's a cop. And 25 years ago, when this cop was uh, in there, he used to take his brakes like off, like right where this road starts, right off the highway, off this uh, thing, and they would go find this little place and take breaks. And he said he swore to God one time, this terrifying creature jumped out onto the car hood and then bounced away. And he's, uh, they've seen people strung up in trees there, so it's <laughs> like the, like the monkeys are stringing people up. No, this is ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. Okay, Monkey Town Road down a dark trail into the land of the Jersey Devil. Yep, this is today's newspaper, by the way, and and the recount of this story. So, yeah, Monkey Town Road very much exists, and it's in New Jersey. And this article is about how this is the real terrifying. You really want to go scare the hell out of yourself? You go with a flashlight to the Pine Barrens. Uh, I'm interested. I gotta say, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, I there's a I'm movie head there. Up there, but there's a movie there. Yep. Can you imagine getting there and you start hearing monkey noises? Yeah, it's only 35 minutes away. Something like that. So, yeah, All right, it's worth go. a trip. Monkey's paw on Monkey Town Road. I mean, it's not like monkeys are a quiet animal. No. Like, you'd be able to tell if there's monkeys around. Yeah. How would they have not be seen in a hundred years? And I, I don't know. That's. I, just, <laughs> I love stuff like that, <laughs> especially since all those. Like, I do too. We don't have a lot those, of that around here. Oh, yes, we do. All the creepy New Jersey not, stuff not is all to... in South Jersey compared to North Jersey. There's nothing in North Jersey oh, anymore because right. well, it's all been well, built out. I wasn't comparing South Jersey to North Jersey. I'm just talking about like I feel Didn't like when you, you tell travel me about that house like that was like for like satanic practices down the shore. Or yeah, something but it's, that was... it was knocked down. Right. I know. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Oh, it is? Yeah, you know that empty dirt road that you could, the first left you can make to head to, like, Pleasantville? Yeah. When you're heading down the Black Horse Pike, that first left and others that empty, right on the water there? Yeah. There was that giant white, I mean, you might not remember, but. No, I don't. Yeah, there was a big white house that was used for satanic purposes. Oh, well, you see. Right down from the renowned Julia, the spiritual. Yeah, 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 who I've never seen a single person enter or leave that no, place. No, but it's so been there for 30, 30 years. years. Like, I, it's my whole life, I remember that thing. Yeah, of course. Out there, so I don't know how she stays in business. But... That's like a national treasure, but you don't want to go meet her. I don't want to meet her. I'm terrified of that. No, I don't want to meet her. Yeah, she's probably having a big day today. 
Wouldn't you imagine that, like, if Julia, the spiritualist down the street in Pleasantville, New Jersey, is going to have a big day once a year, it's going to be on Halloween? Yeah, I'm sure she's got all her clients hoaxed into that today is some Oh, you sort don't believe of... in that at all? You don't think people can, like, see into different dimensions <sighs> and crazy crap like that? Do I I've believe, heard some crazy do I believe in stories from people that I find to be credible. Yeah, I... Let, let me put it this way. I don't necessarily not believe in it, although I wish I didn't. Right. You know, there you go. That that's, good, that's a good way to put it. But, uh... All right. Um, what do you got for me? Uh, entertainment? or? Oh, yeah. We're in entertainment, right? Yeah, I, I asked you monkey's paw. Oh, I, I got, so I I got one for you. Monkey's paw. How many years... This is Halloween related. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was it that Michael Myers first came home? 30? Nope. 35? Nope. 40? Yes, 40. Okay. I knew we were... I knew this we were was getting... the 40th anniversary. Oh, so they, they just had came a new... out in 1978? Yep, that was the year that Michael Myers... The first, first one? The first one. Wow. I, I hear that first one was terrifying. Okay, I haven't so seen it I watched forever. it, finally. Yeah, right? It took me till I was 40 to be able to get the nerve to watch it. Yeah, I don't like those movies at all. I don't either. No. It's not too bad. You could do it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it wasn't... All right, because I remember as a kid, I saw all the Friday the 13th... All the, yeah, see, those I could never watch all as a the Nightmare kid. on Elm Street. I could never watch I those. saw every Nightmare on Elm Street. They got more ridiculous over time, and it was, like, less scary. Like, I'll never forget seeing this one where it was, like, uh, uh, Freddy comes – Freddy takes Manhattan, right? And it's, like, all these high school kids on, like, a post-graduation cruise around New York City. <laughs> or, or it was Friday the 13th. Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, I've Freddy, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason and, takes and just, like, I remember watching it as, like, a 12-year-old going, this is just ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't scary – like you're saying, you don't think Jason be in the can, shower. can hide in uh, Manhattan? Uh, it's just it was all you know. It was like a street gang came up to him. They're like, "What do you got?" And then he like takes out the knife. It was just all so. It felt so fake. And I remember the first couple of Friday the Thirteenth terrified me, terrified me. And then it just went off the rails to like this is just ridiculous. It's not scary. Yeah, like I've tried to force myself in a large group to be able to like. Kind of get through some of those. Yeah, the first I nightmare I saw on Elm Street first is very scary. Friday the Thirteenth with a big group of people, yep. and I was able to get through it. Uh, but I forced myself to watch Halloween just this past couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not that bad. Nah, I forced myself to watch it, the new one that came out. I know that was that took me like three days to get through I'm not doing because that. of the. I was like, oh, uh, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> then, yeah, I'm not doing that. Then, I'm not doing that. Now I that. Legitimately terrifies me, and now the way they make movies is so realistic that I couldn't just like I would have dreams that felt like they were encringing. Yes, infringing you're, you're on right. my life. The, the the um encringing. That's a that's a new word. I've created two new words today on the Quizzo podcast. The um right, like technically they look great, but I don't think they write them as scary and suspenseful. Like that's what just I've never seen you. Blair Witch Project in movies. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that but, that got me because I didn't even know that that was fake. Fake, right? Yeah, I yeah, watched it in the movie, what, so there was wasn't really it, a lot of it that it was a real documentary, and it was that was terrifying. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I was not a fan of that at all. But yeah, I don't. The, the original Halloween is it's good because right. of the suspensefulness of it. It's got but great it's, music. It's not like yeah, yeah. That music terrifies me when I hear it. So right. So did John Carpenter write that music? I guess. And then I think he stole that from The Exorcist. It was called Tubular Bells or something. It's right. very similar to the music sure. from The Exorcist, which that I couldn't get through. I tried watching How about that. Poltergeist? Yeah, I think I tried to watch that once and couldn't get through it. I've seen Poltergeist. It's horrifying. And, and not only that, it has this weird thing around it where five members of the movie right, have died. died. Not have died. Died within a year of the of filming. Making it. Yeah. And people uh, claim on set they saw all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's like that's the that's the kind of stuff I don't have any interest, yeah, any interest in getting involved with. All right, um, I don't know if we've scared you enough for today's quiz or trivia podcast. So I'll end you with my favorite horrifying characters quote of all time because this guy is too real for me in terms of how they made him out. But what uh, movie character famously said, "All good things to those who wait." All good things. To those, to who wait. those who wait. All good things to those who wait. I could do my impression of him and say that as him if that if you need that clue. Just give me a second to see if I can. It's not ringing a bell, though. Is it a horror movie? Yes. 
it's a horror suspense movie, and it's one of the best ever. And might be the most critically acclaimed horror suspense movie ever. All right, well, I know, I know the most critically acclaimed is Silence of the Lambs because it won best. It's the only one to win best picture. All so is it Lecter? To those who wait. Clarice? Clarice. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what scene is I'm terrible. trying to think of what, what scene that is. Nah, he's in the prison and he's talking behind to her the glass. Behind the glass. Okay. And he says, and she's like, oh, she's about about pe- this. Yes, like, yes. She wants all to... good things to those who wait, Clarice. And it's just he'll only like, give her a little bit at a time. Right. And it's just, it's terrifying. Like, mm. just the way he says that. So. That is it. That is it for the Halloween edition. I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Because Do you know what kind of doctor Lecter was? Try to leave you with something. Psychiatrist? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, that's, that works. That's a, that's definitely a good... Uh, you know the profession of the him. guy who he ate his liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti? Was it his uh, patient? Nope. Uh, psychiatrist? A census taker. A census taker. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. why <laughs> so I'm not signing up for that job. <laughs> a census taker. A census taker <laughs> once visited me. Yeah, I, I, I ate his liver <laughs> with a nice Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> However you do that noise. Yeah, All right. Census taker. That's we'll, a we'll leave you on brave that one. Job. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Thank <laughs> you.